it was mainly paneling work, carpentry work, uh, refinishing, just basically it was a total gut job. The boat had sank twice and there was water damage and everything. So we're basically renovating the whole boat. This was a, 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 a Mr. Safari, this was a 1978 sailboat. Uh, Your Honor, it still is a 1978. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> This is the plaintiff, Anoue. He says he agreed to do some work on the defendant's 1978 sailboat that sunk twice. And the defendant defamed his work and his company, and he's not going to allow him to get away with it. He wants those negative comments taken down and is suing this chump for the $10,000 he's owed for defamation. This is the defendant, Robert Safari. He says the plaintiff didn't know what he was doing. He worked on the wrong part of his boat, so he posted some reviews online. The reviews got under the plaintiff's skin, but he only told the truth, and there's nothing wrong with telling it like it is, so he owes nothing. He's accused of shooting off his mouth. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $4,000 for items the plaintiff stole from him. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Williams, I'm presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Welcome, Your okay, Honor. Mr. Ray, you are suing on behalf of Wright Carpentry, your business, Mr. Safari, for $10,000 for defamation and injunctive relief, meaning you want me to order him to take down those reviews. You have a counterclaim against him, Mr. Safari, for $4,000, the value of items of yours that you say he has. Let's start with you, Mr. Ray. Tell me what happened. Um, Your Honor, I'm suing for malicious defamation and slander on a public forum as well as injunctive relief concerning said defamation. Primarily I'll tell you what, why don't you tell me how you two met? Let's, t let's, <laughs> let's, let's try to get the facts in first here. Um, so you get a call from him. How does he find out about you and your services? He's seen my work. He's seen my work on Facebook um, and likes maybe four or five items, and he contacted me for custom work on his boat. And what kind of custom work were you supposed to do on his boat? The boat was a total disaster, so we were, I was kind of limited in the scope to hours, not so much what I was doing. So it was mainly paneling work, carpentry work, uh, refinishing, just basically it was a total gut job. The boat had sank twice, and there was water damage and everything, so we're basically renovating the whole boat. This was a, 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 a Mr. Safari. This was a 1978 sailboat. Uh, Your Honor, it still is a 1978. Yeah, right, exactly. Sailing yacht. <laughs> well put. Uh, right, yacht. this is a 1978 um, sailboat. All right, hold on a second, Mr. Safari. So, what exactly were you going to charge him for? What work? I limited the scope of work to primarily 40 hours because it was such a huge project. I understand and that, I but what supposedly would 40 hours get a person? The 40 hours was primarily for paneling work in two rooms, quarter-inch uh, quarter panel plywood, which is real wood. Okay, so, and the, these 40 hours, was there an understanding between you and Mr. Safari of where you were supposed to do the work? 
Yes. And what? where were you supposed to do the work? We were only supposed to do the work in the, the better bedroom and the bathroom. Of, we okay. weren't supposed to work on the whole boat. So he. So how much do you agree uh, for a deposit, and how much do you agree for this first phase, these 40 hours? So when we the original deposit was for $1,000, I rarely require that much. And when we met on the boat... When you say when it was originally 1000 did he agree to 1000 Yes. Okay. And then what and happens? I have submitted that evidence to you. Okay, you're shaking your head. Did you agree to 1000 originally or not, Mr. Safari? Um, the agreement that I had with uh, Mr. Ray was that we would meet on my sailing yacht, and at that point, I would show him the scale of what I would wanted redone on the boat. We're past um, that. He gives you a quote, right? He gave me a quote of a thousand, which I did not agree to once I saw the estimate, and then we reduced it down to 600. Hold on. This is um, what I want to know. When Sunday. did you see the estimate? Before or after you meet with him on the boat? The time I met with him at the same time. Okay, so you... So he had, he had pre... He prepared the estimate prior to showing up. Is that me. accurate, Mr. Wright? I said, no, it's not accurate. Do you have, like, any texts or emails where he says, yes, that sounds good with the $1,000 deposit? Yes, I do, Your Honor. Okay. It's August 19th, Your Honor. Gotcha. Give me one second. This is well before the job. Take a look at what I've got up on the screen. Thanks for the quote. So it doesn't sound like you did not know beforehand how much you were supposed to bring to that meeting. You know you were supposed to bring well, 1000 well, Your Honor, actually, the discussion was verbal over the phone. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Do you should... have eyeballs? Read that email. What does that email say? I, I read the email. And May what I does that email you, say? You're that... saying thanks for the quote, and the quote had the thousand as a deposit. Understood. Okay. Right. Well, so you turned around and changed what you agreed to, and instead of giving him a thousand, you gave him six hundred. So we're already starting behind the eight ball on the trust department. But see, Mr. Ray, turn around and walk away. Right. That's all you got to do when someone does that to you. But you didn't do that. What did you do instead? But with all the charm and suave of a car salesman in a polyester suit and alligator shoes, he told me, hey, I will give you $500 on Monday, which is a few days later, and then $1,500 on the 29th. Absolutely false, Your Honor. Okay. And now, do you have any wait, proof, oh. Mr. Ray, um, that he said that? Yes, I do. Yes. Monday, August 30th, he's, if there's a forward that I sent to you, I can get you 1500 on the 29th, and I will move funds around to get you 500 in the early part of the week, which goes back to what he originally told me. And all you ever got was 600 correct? Yes. And you guys did, how? like, 40 hours of work means what? We did not do 40 hours of work, Your Honor. You didn't, We okay. did about 35, 35 or 36. Okay, and then what but, happened to make you stop working? Okay, so he ha supposedly he hired a carpenter for $5,000 to work on his boat before I came, which is why he couldn't pay me the total amount of money. That carpenter put holes through his boat all over the place with particle board, not real wood, and I have submitted those pictures. So... I, the, it had rained several times in the past. That water had seeped through every hole. He's asking for money for particle board on a boat. So the carpenter, Your Honor, Jesus could be over there testifying for the defendant that he did the carpentry work, and I would not believe it because the, the work that was done shows that, one, the person was extremely cheap, and, two, they had no basic You don't believe that he going. hired a professional to do that work. You think he tried to do it himself? Yes, Your Honor. All right. We removed all those nails, removed all the nail holes, removed the paneling, 
particle board paneling that had become cardboard. That's what was on these walls? Yes, particle board, Your Honor. Okay. Which cost about $4 per sheet. Right. Did you remove any teak doors or teak drawers or something like that? Yes and no, Your Honor. The doors and drawers in the front, everything went back because we were painting and um, they were going to be rebuilt. Okay. At once. Yes. So were those made of teak? Um, yes, ma'am. Okay. And so you took those and you put them where? In the other bedroom that you weren't working on yet? In the devastated back room where all the stuff was uh, was taken. But we also sent, spent numerous trips, stuff that he didn't want, taking it to this dumpster like five Did times a day. Did you take the teak drawers and the doors to the dumpster? No, ma'am. Okay. And why not? If he didn't want them and he was going to change them, why wouldn't you take them to the because dumpster? Because if they could be rebuilt, then okay. there, there might be some aspect that we could use. But all right. So tell honestly, me where, we, according to your perspective, where do things go south with Mr. Safari? Well, he kept promising money over days after days after days. And then I met with him at, at his house because he wanted me to, he wanted <laughs> to bring me into his business at his house. So I met him at his house. What's his business? Day. He has some redundant technology that he wants to wrap a frame around, which is why he hired me, because he wants a carpenter to put frame around something that's already out there in the, in the world. You called it a smart mirror, correct, Mr. Safari? That's one of the products I manufacture, Your Honor, yeah. And what is that? Uh, it's basically a transparent two-way mirror that has proprietary software on that allows you to brush your teeth and check the weather at the same time while you're in the restroom. Oh, God, because we have to do both of those at the same time. All right. Cool. So he invites you to his house. You've done how many days of work? Three, three days on the boat. When I met him at his house, Your Honor, you can tell, tell a lot happened. about a man and his tools. You can tell a lot about a man and his tools. Okay. And what happened? His chop saw had no anti-kickback device, a dull blade. So when I was trying to do the work, it was basically kicking it back at me. He has he had no money to pay me, is what his tools told me. That's what his tools told me. I'm a carpenter. So I realized then if he has these kind of tools, he can't pay me. That's why he gave me the drill press. According to, so he gave you a drill press? Yes, Your Honor. Did he say borrow we, my drill press or did he say take no, it? No, Your Honor. No, Your Honor. I don't need his, this is a very Good, do you still have his, do you still have his drill press? Yes, I do. Okay. Because he could not pay me. Oh, so you accepted that as payment? No. Oh. I, he was just giving it to me. I had. He was just giving me stuff. I have. Your Honor, okay. he gave and me according a stone to you, Mr. Safari, what exactly did you give him? So he he borrowed the drill press that he has possession of, and he he took a full working smart mirror with okay. him. Okay. All right. Took a full and according to you, why did he take it if you didn't give it to him as a gift? Why was he taking it? Well, because he was borrowing it. Okay, now let's talk about your text to him where you're promising money and promising money and promising money and sure. never deliver. Because all you ever paid him was 600 bucks, right? The deposit? Which was actually what we ultimately agreed upon on the first days. Um, I, he worked on the boat for a few hours and um, proceeded to come the next day, worked for a few more hours, and literally by the third day he was asking me for more money. Uh, hey, I need uh, I need to pay my workers. I need to pay this guy. Had 40, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Had okay, and absolutely not. Forty hours had not passed, which he admits. Had, he says thirty five had passed. So now, I, and you you don't even agree that thirty five had passed. Oh, if you look at the before and after pictures of what he actually did physically on the boat, maybe six hours of work, maybe, and that's with two people. So. 
you know, again, okay. he didn't so he much. asked he you for more money and down. you don't feel he's entitled to it, but you are in fact modifying the agreement to say, yes, yes, I'll give you more money because I can read. No, I have eyeballs. I was buying time. But, oh, so you were lying. To him at the moment, I was buying time because that there means was you're no lying. way in hell I was going to give. That well, means you, you were lying. Your Honor, if that, I needed to talk to my wife and get approval to see what the heck I was going to get myself into. With yeah, but you guy. had already said that and you were going to do A, B, C, and D. You had already said that in a text. Yeah, because he, he, he literally had possession of my sailboat, and I had not had time to explain to my wife that, hey, this guy just agreed that we were going to finish this whole project of the first room for $2,300, and here he is three days later telling me he needs to pay his workers. And I'm like, uh, and we just got ripped off by another contractor prior to this monkey, okay? All right, so, so, when, do you, day, so when do you meet with him and tell him I'm not going to pay you more money after telling him that you would, that you'd move around money, you'd mm -hmm. give him 1500 on this day? Because it's so right. incredibly specific. That's not buying time. That's like really being specific. And may I suggest that you talk to your wife before you, you, <laughs> you tell people things? But anyway, you, when yeah. do you so, say so to him I'm not going to give you any more money? I by believe text? it was the 29th. Okay. Eight days. It's by text, right? No, no, in person. The day on the 30th, when I sent the fact that I said I talked to my wife and she's wondering why I'm sending you more money, we agreed to meet up my boat, which we did, okay? And that's when he basically told me, you need to give me another four to $6,000 for me to finish this job. And I said, wait, this wait, isn't wait, gonna wait, work wait. out All right. I see him asking you for is, at best, at worst, fifteen hundred, and, and at most, two thousand, according to you. So, why, if you're not even giving him payment. that, right? The only proof you have is that he tried to get fifteen hundred more from you, and I see that he does that after you promise him you're going to do it. So, <laughs> when is it that he asked for six thousand? He asked for six thousand to return my paneling when I met him on the boat to tell him I'm not giving what him paneling? any more money until the job what is paneling? done. The, the doors. Only... The Wait, doors that's not paneling. That the paneling is the plywood. So what is it okay, that you so say he removed from your boat? Doors and drawers that he planned on working on at your boat? Well, the exhibit number three is what's missing off of the boat. So if you look at exhibit number three, it shows what's no longer there, which is all these doors that you're seeing. Um, the holes, right? What? Those are all... Oh, drawers. Okay. But George, why would he? Why yes. would I believe that he took them off the boat if he's supposed to be working on them? Well, because he said that he doesn't have space on the in the boat, and he'd prefer to work on them at. Yeah, the but he wasn't uh, working on them what, yet. Well, you know, Your Honor, all the paneling that he removed out of the boat was stuff that he wasn't supposed to work on either. He removed it out of a completely different part of the boat. I never asked him to remove anything. The only thing that we agreed upon is work on the bedroom in the front. Work Mr. On the Safari, bathroom. you know that you, you have a little a bit job. of a credibility problem with me because I can witness you lying to him to buy yourself time, right? And and very well, specific know, lies, very specific lies uh, about buying yourself time. Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. The plaintiff is suing the defendant because the guy posted derogatory things online and that just ain't right. But the defendant says the reviews he posted were all true and there's nothing wrong with telling the truth. Let's go back into the courtroom. Let's get to the crux of the problem okay. here. Mr. Ray's lawsuit against you is for defamation and injunctive relief. Because what happens is right. when everything hits the fan, you then post some very negative reviews on Yelp and Google. And these are the reviews that you post. And that's what brings us to court, these reviews. Sure. And if they're honest reviews of what took place and what my experience was dealing with Mr. Wright. 
Okay, this is the Yelp review. Fraud alert. I found this guy, Ray, who's the owner of Wright Carpentry on Facebook. I explained to him that we would pay him the agreed-upon deposit and the full payment upon completion. He then proceeded to work on the boat for about two days, sanded some teak pieces, proceeded to remove multiple panel drawer doors from the boat without our permission. After agreeing to the initial deposit amount, he contacted me daily asking for more money, saying that he needs to pay his guys. I then proceeded to explain to him that's not what our agreement was, and he continued to argue with me and stormed off the boat. I then sent him a message later on asking him to return all of the items that he removed from the boat, and he proceeded to tell me that I need to pay him four grand to get our items back and that he would be destroying all the pieces. We have filed a police report. Do, I, do you have a copy of the police report? No, we attempted. So I called the Long Beach Police Department to file the initial report, and they told me I need to do it online. And then when I was going to do it online, their website wasn't working, so I didn't do it at that time. Um, so by the time I was going back to back and forth with Mr. Wright and he sent me the cease and desist order, at that point, I didn't even bother. I handed it over to my attorneys and told them to sue him in federal court. Except for that didn't happen, so, right? Because your attorneys didn't sue him in federal court. But no, but you didn't file a lawsuit. Contact. You didn't even call the police. But in this review, you say you filed a police report and will be pursuing criminal charges. Absolutely. He's a crook and a fraud. And that's why you're here, he because he's suing you for 10 grand, because you're saying if he can prove that you posted something that's false, you've got a problem. So for one thing, we okay. know you never filed a police report, even though you claim to have filed a police report. For another thing, you claim that he's asking okay. you to pay you another four grand in this review. But in another review, sure. you claim that he asked for another 3000 And I think in another review, you said 6000 so you're kind of all over the map. Why should I believe a word you're saying on this? Well, Your Honor, it's it's what took place. He asked me multiple times uh, as to what he wanted. Well, we know you lied when you said police report and, well, was filed. We know that's a blatant lie. And then we know that it can't be true that he asked you for an additional three and four <clears> and six. We know that those those facts don't jive. It's one of it's because it, it's one event that he's there asking you for more money. So we know you're lying, right? So that's where the defamation case okay. comes in, if you post anything that's a lie. All right, here's what's going to happen, because folks. Because he was asking for money. Yeah. Okay. What you post is not true. Like, you're not talking about the facts. The facts are you kept promising him money, and you kept leading him on, and then he wanted the money you had promised. That's what he wanted. And then you turn around and say, my wife won't let me because that's not in the contract. That's fine, but he only wanted it because you promised it. Okay? And, and you're just completely no. misrepresenting, according to your own testimony, what the situation is. So two things are going to happen right now. Mr. Ray... On your lawsuit against Mr. Safari, I am ruling two things. Mr. Safari, I am ordering you to pay Mr. Ray $2,500 in damages. I am also ordering you to take those reviews down. You have freedom of speech, and you can go ahead and write what you want, and if you want to write something else, you have at it. But if you lie in that something else, you will get sued again. Now, Mr. Ray, the teak cabinet doors faces and teak door, I do not find that they were removed from, from the boat. The mirror and the and the drill press return them i don't care whether he gave them to you or didn't just return them we're going to make arrangements for that with officer mcintosh after i'm done here your honor i'm we'll sorry go, no stop seven. and mr safari Exhibit will pay mr ray the two thousand five hundred dollars wow. and take down the post that's my verdict 
So the plaintiff does indeed prevail here. He doesn't get $10,000 that he was seeking for defamation, uh, which part of it was that. Uh, he only gets $2,500. Uh, Mr. Safari, talk to me. I, I believe, unfortunately, you know, that the evidence wasn't heard correctly. And, um, you know, Mr. Wright uh, is a fraud and did misrepresent what he was supposed to do on my vote. And nevertheless, it looks like he got himself an extra 2500 bucks. He should be happy. You know, it could have been worse than that. You're going to have to take down that stuff online, though, that you wrote about him. You're going to do that? Yeah, I'll have, I'll have our people take him down, sure. All right, Mr. Ray, let me ask you your, uh, your reaction to this. You wanted 10000 You didn't get it. How do you feel? I'm primarily happy that he was shown to be a fraud and a liar. I'm happy with what's come out, because in the end, I'm going to have more money than I would have got from him. Well, that's true. But it's interesting. You call him a liar, he calls you a liar. You, you know, you guys are kind of even, so to speak. All righty. Thanks very much, and uh, good luck to you. All right, Harvey. So, Doug, the reason the plaintiff won here is he proved the two major elements of defamation. One, that the information in this case posted online was false, and it was. And secondly, that kind of information, that false information, could subject somebody to scorn and ridicule. And that, too, was evident here. And that's why the case ended the way it did. I quit my job for a new one that fell through with just a vague email that said, unfortunately, some things got shifted with the new project and blah, blah. I signed a job offer. I moved my family, and it's been 60 days, no job, no income. Do I have a case against them? Well, in order, I mean, this is America. You can sue anybody for anything. Right. But what's your contract say? Did they give you a one-year contract, and then they oh. turned around and took it away? If all they did was tell you, Yes, you have a job, and then you choose to relocate your family and go over there, and then they say, hey, things changed. You no longer have a job. Well, whenever you're hired, you, there's a risk that you're going to be fired. Of you're course. an at-will employee. Absolutely. So. I mean, and the lessons are, if you're going to have to make a big move and, and uproot your life, get the moving costs or expenses up front yeah, if, you, if can, you can, number one. And number two, uh, there's no such thing as a sure thing ever, no. anywhere. Right? No. <laughs> Unless it's a sure thing. Unless it's in uh, writing. Right. Right. This is the plaintiff Patricia. She says she rented a two-bedroom apartment to the defendant. And the guy snuck out one day and moved out. The louse didn't give her any notice. He broke his lease. Even left a rifle under his bed for crying out loud. She's here suing for the $1,550 she's owed. This is the defendant, Timothy Basque. He says the plaintiff had no respect for his privacy. She would let herself into his place at will, and she stole butter out of his refrigerator. He doesn't owe her any money, and if anything, she owes him. He's accused of taking off in the middle of the night. The defendant has fought a countersuit for $1,800 for a rent refund. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says she rented a two-bedroom apartment to the defendant, and in the middle of the night, the guy left and stiffed her. But the defendant says the plaintiff had no respect for his privacy, and if anyone's owed money today, it's him. It's the case of Knight Rider. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. 
Okay, Ms. Patricia, you're suing your former tenant, Mr. Bosk, for $1,550 rent for August and September, and you're counterclaiming rent you did pay May, June, and July. Tell me what's going on. Go ahead. Let's start with you, Ms. Patricia. Uh, the story begins, uh, my girlfriend needed a place to live, and I had an apartment upstairs. Um, she was taking care of Mr. Bass's grandmother, who sadly passed away. So they both needed a place. So I had the, the rent available upstairs, and Kathy's so, a very good friend of mine. Kathy was taking care of his mom. His mom? Grand, his grandmother. His grandma. When the grandma died. passed away, Kathy had nowhere to live. Right. So you and rented to Kathy kid. and her boyfriend, who's Mr. Basque. Right, not a boyfriend, just a friend. A friend, all right. Because, right, because Mr. Basque's mom was selling the house. Okay. So they had to get out quick. All right, who so, moved in? I'm sorry, who moved into your upstairs? Mr. Baskin, who? And my friend. Okay, all right. Kathy. Kathy. Yes. So what, right. what happens? The agreement is that they're going to pay you how much? Well, I wanted to charge 800 but he really couldn't afford it. I didn't charge any security, you know, because he was a friend of my girlfriend's. All right, so his Kathy. rent was $775, correct? Yes. All right, now... When do the problems begin with the defendant, according to you? There really weren't any problems. I, you know, I gave them their privacy. I didn't steal butter. I had asked Kathy if I could borrow it. I don't know what that's all about. Because okay. Kathy's a friend of mine. I used to live with her years ago. Okay. He mentioned to me once, oh, geez, you're here. But I didn't really go up there that often. Do you understand what I mean? You know, but Kathy, we're friends. So I would go up as a friend, not as the landlord. Okay, but at some point, he is paying rent, but he's not living there. Tell me how that happens. He met a young lady at work. Okay. I guess he fell in love. And, um, you know, he wasn't staying here too often anymore. So um, my, my sister needed a place to stay. Then Tim had two rooms that I rented to him. He had one that was a man cave and then his bedroom. You know, in the man cave, he'd have the TV and his games. So I asked him if he would clear out that room because, you know, I need it for someone else to move in. He, he was great about it. Why would he, he do that if he's paying for both rooms? What? All right. So what I did was I took money off of his rent. Okay. How much money? Yes. So it was seven seventy five, and I took off... Uh, $600 a month? So you took off 175 yeah. All right, so that yes. worked out for everybody. Thank and then you. your sister lived yes. there. And then uh, when does he stop paying rent and why? What does he tell you is well, the reason he's going Because his lease was going to go on until the end of September, September right? September. But he stops paying rent. And does he tell you why? No, no. Um, what happened was he was here at the end of July. Uh, and I saw his work van out in front of the house with his girlfriend. So I went out there, hey, how you doing? You know, oh, good, good. He said, I, you know, my last day of vacation, I figured I'd, um, you know, move out a few more things. Because we had talked about it previously that at the end of his lease, you know, he was going to move in permanently with his girl. So I said, oh, okay, good. You know, it was hot. I offered him a beverage. No, they were fine. So I came back in the house, let him do his thing. And um, he called me that night. Very upset because I guess my sister, when she moved in, she had two cats and she put the litter box in his bedroom. Are you kidding well, me? I did not. 
Wait, so yeah. your sister was living in his man cave and put the litter box where it wouldn't bother her in his bedroom? <laughs> yes, but I did not know this. Uh, I understand. Okay. All right, let me hear from you, Mr. Uh, Bass. Tell me about what happens. How long had you not... <coughs> I don't know why I yell. I feel like they need to hear me from their homes. You gotta catch me on this stuff. My husband's always telling me I'm yelling. Um, you can just go like what, this. What are the results? Just what happens like to him? No, he's right. Oh, he, okay, like, okay. All of a sudden, I go, right, hey, I want to make sure he doesn't get... No, it's, I'm okay, losing right. my voice okay. every day. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I found that doing this usually doesn't work out in my favor with my... No, right, so. right. But <laughs> I am... You're absolutely that. right. Like, the average Joe shouldn't do that unless Joanne asked him to. And I am telling you, both my work husband and my home husband, tell me because I'm losing my voice every day. All right. So... You had not been at that place for how long when you came and discovered the kitty litter? So I I went there and figured, you know what? We're getting towards the end of my lease. I've got a couple of days off from work. Let me try to get the rest of my stuff out of there so I'm not scrambling when my lease is up. And when I went there that day, I had known about the cats but did not know about the litter box, did not know about my mattress getting damaged. How did you, by the way, how did you know about the cats? Just because your girlfriend told you, right? Correct. Nobody ran by you. Is it all right if we bring a pet into the space you're paying rent for? Nobody did that. Correct. All right. So when you go back then, you had known about the cats, but you didn't know what? That the litter box was under your bed? Correct. Or that somebody had left my bedroom door open and the cats were going in there and damaging my property. How were the cats going in there and damaging your property? There was uh, my mattress got uh, sprayed. Some of the boxes that I had stuff in had gotten Mark chewed, peed on stuff, stuff like that. It was. Did you did you take any pictures of any of that? I was honestly so livid at that point because yeah. I'd been paying rent. I was just like, you know, I, I'm just going to take what I can that's not damaged and just cut my losses and get out at this point. Okay. Now, according to her, you left behind a rifle. Does that make any sense? Um, I, I do have my permit. I, I do. No, but why did you leave behind the rifle? Because, honestly, I did not know it was still there. It's okay, but I is it still there now? Yes. Okay, go pick up your rifle, right? That's a good idea. It's on my list of things to do. Yeah, yeah, put it on, put it, make it your first list of things to do, <laughs> all right? Because yeah, otherwise totally. it's going to be deemed abandoned by this court. So I'm telling, how long do you need to pick up your rifle? I can go get it tomorrow. Okay, so I'll give you a week, okay? But you need to go pick up that rifle. Mm-hmm. I don't want a gun in in a place where it shouldn't be. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, according to you, he left the place a mess. What's this a picture of, Ms. Uh, Patricia? Uh, that's a burn marks from cigarettes. On what? A on rug? The carpet. On the carpet. On the carpet in his bedroom, yes. Okay, what is that's this? That's a picture of his rifle and... There's food and plates and a... And what, is, what is salad dressing doing under there? This is embarrassing. Yeah, that's barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce that's and plate, paper plates and... <laughs> yeah. That's kind of gross. But is that yours or someone else's? Uh, that, that very well could have been mine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, that... Is a cigarette burn... Uh, was a cigarette no, burn no. yours, Mr. Basque? Again, very well could have been. Okay, you smoke, right? Correct. All right. So I see the pictures. What you're suing for isn't damages, though. You're suing for August 2020 rent and September 2020 rent. And you're suing for 775 which is ironic when you tell me that you had lowered the rent to 600 
And right. um, I know he can't consider you renting to someone else a breach because that was run by him and you reduced his rent for it. Why can't right. he consider a kitty litter box under his bed mm -hmm. in the room you, that your sister doesn't have a right to? Why can't right. he consider that an outrageous breach of his uh, ability to live peacefully and his use and enjoyment of the place. Absolutely, but well, like I said, I did. I did not. I don't know care if you knew it or not. I don't there. care if you knew it or not. I cared that okay. it existed because you're saying that even okay. though it existed, he doesn't get to break the lease. But what the person you sublet to, your sister, you know, you you're responsible for what she does up there, and she literally puts the kitty litter box in his room. Okay, which so, I understand he Mr. wasn't around, but still. You know, Mr. Basque has a large dog that he brought to the apartment when he moved in. She's an awesome dog, but she peed all over upstairs and she vomited. And, but why are we talking about um, that? The only thing we need to well, talk about is whether or not it, it affects his use and enjoyment of the place, and therefore it's a breach right, on your part. Not yeah, I know, then don't charge him. No, stop, we're done. You are not going to get August and September rent because why he had, because I'm telling you why not, okay? <laughs> because the person who you allowed to live there put a kitty litter box underneath his bed. You know what cat pee smells like? You probably do if you have cats. Well, yeah, I have yeah. two cats. Yeah, in right okay, now. so you can't charge a guy and then take advantage of the fact that he's not there and put cat stuff there. I find that to be a violation of the peace and enjoyment of his place. He can't even be in there. Um, We're, no, stop talking over me. Food stop food talking food. over me, Miss Patricia. Now, wow. you are suing to get May through July back. Why are you suing to get back May, June, and July? Uh, because multiple times I did try to approach Patty to try and get out of my lease because I was no longer living there. And multiple times she said that it was not an option and that I'm in a legal binding contract. And after going round and round, when I was moving my stuff out, I did uh, take another look at my lease. And my lease was actually dated for the wrong time period. So <laughs> I actually was never in a legal binding contract that she would not let me out of. So yeah, I should have legally been able to leave. If well, you let read me see the here. lease, it said if you gave 30 days. No, no, let's read you... the lease. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the lease up here. But if you look at the dates right there, Your Honor, it shows that my lease started October 1st, 2020 and ended yes. September 2020. So my lease <laughs> yes. ended a month before it started. Okay. But, but I think but we all I know that what you him. meant to, to sign was something that said 2021, right? We do. We all know that. I, I, I but you, yeah. you know, you, it would have been great if you would have waved this in front of her face back when you were trying to get out of the lease. But you say but you were trying... Miss Patricia, I don't know why you think that when I'm talking to someone else, you can just start talking over me. Please stop doing that. Mr. Bass, what I don't understand is, according to her, that all, all you needed in order to get out, the tenant can terminate this lease in accordance with the provisions of Connecticut statute with 30 days written notice without any penalty or liability for the remainder of the lease. Did you know it said that? I did not. Do you know now? I do now. Did I just tell you? Yes. Was he asking you to get out of the lease and you weren't letting him? And meanwhile, this is what the lease said? I didn't really realize that it said no. that also because right. Right. I was very good to Tim. And yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, I'd say, Tim, 
Listen, you know, all right, I, I'm good. I got, I got you, Miss Patricia. I really think neither one of you did what you should do. The whole point of the lease is to have a, an explanation of what everybody's rights and duties are. Did what you should have just looked at your lease to see what your rights and duties were, Mr. Basque, instead of relying on her. And I don't think you, on top of the fact that you shouldn't rely on her because that's a fox guarding the chicken coop, it's also she was wrong because she didn't remember. And I believe that. I believe that she didn't remember. But either way, you agreed to pay, she agreed to keep it open, and that's what ended up happening. So I'm not going to undo that part. Um, shame on you that you didn't know what your lease said and what your lease required for you to get out of it. So on your counterclaim, zero, on her, and on her claim against you, zero. That's my verdict. Thank you, Your Honor. So both sides failed to prove their cases here in the People's Court. It ends up a zero-zero tie. Uh, Ms. Patricia, let me ask you, uh, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking right now? The judge said you do not win. I understand. I just feel bad because I, I was good to uh, him. I picked up after his dog, um, and I just felt that he just snuck out. Yeah, Without, but you know what? You know, you know what killed your case? You know what killed your case was putting that that uh, kitty litter under his bed. Well, that I, was not yes, good. But I didn't do that. He <laughs> should be going after my sister for that, not me. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, the judge says you're on the hook for it, and you don't prevail. I know, uh, Mr. Basque. Let me ask you something. Uh, are are you shocked? You didn't obviously. You didn't read your lease, did you? I did not. Big mistake. You know. <laughs> So and I'm sorry, but you don't prevail. Take Just take it as a lesson learned. Yeah, absolutely. A life lesson. And I, and I hopefully there's no kitty litter under your bed right now, wherever there you're sleeping. Not. <laughs> Congratulations. You okay. Thank you. And so that'll wrap it up for this case. Let's see what Harvey thinks. Doug, the judge talked about quiet enjoyment. What that means is you have a right to reasonable peace and quiet when you rent a place. That doesn't mean everything has to be quiet as a church mouse, but it has to be reasonably quiet. You take into account the type of noise, the amount of noise, and when it happens. Do either of you have any tattoos? And if not, would you get one? I'm not going to tell everybody where all your tattoos are. Okay? <laughs> I do not actually, have any tattoos. Actually, no, I, I, neither one of us right now has one. Interestingly, But we my, keep talking yeah, about it. And my brother, who uh, is uh, nine years older than me, got his first tattoo. He was almost 60. And, so and what's the tattoo of? Uh, his happens to be a Boston Red Sox tattoo. With right? the blood dripping off the sock. Of Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Uh, 2004, <laughs> says. But yes, I have, uh, I'm actually, I've been thinking of getting one, and I've been talking to uh, a really great uh, tattoo artist. I was thinking of getting one of you, and I actually have a have a really good image of it. And if I get mine, you're not getting a tattoo of <laughs> if me. If I get what? one of the of the person, you know, I like this image right here. It's one I was kind of toying with. I like the the headshot there. Okay. Don't don't get and a tattoo wait, of wait, me. Wait 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 wait. So look, I figure if I get one. Uh, then of you, then my wife will certainly reciprocate and she will get one of our dog somewhere, <laughs> probably, right? You'll have our dog and I'll have you. It'd We've actually, this is so funny because if you'd have told me 20 years ago that I'd be sitting around discussing tattoos, I would have gone, are you crazy? No way. Right, and, right. Um, and as the years have worn on, my children have begged for a family know, tattoo, something to bond the five of us. And which we've, is, we've toyed with a couple of images that, that would work. Yeah, like so. the Roman numeral five on our wrists. We've talked about a couple of different right, things. right. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll get there. If we I do, don't know. I'll, we'll I do think the, we're all just we'll do the big garbage. reveal in these chairs. That, yeah. Uh, okay. You know, in a few months. Who yeah. knows? <laughs>
So thanks for joining us. We will see you for the next session of the People's Court.